Hello, Teresa. Hello, David. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. Welcome, everybody out there in One Another Land. This is One Another Marriage with Dr. David and Teresa Mabry. All you One Another couples out there, welcome to our show where we seek to strengthen marriages, relationships, so they can have greater satisfaction and fulfillment and greater impact on the world around them. Mm-hmm. And this week, um, you have all celebrated Mother's Day. So happy Hap- Mother's Day. Happy Mamas um, Day. To all of, all of our listeners who are mothers, as well as hopefully all of you reached out to your mother to say happy Mother's Day, if your mother's still alive with us. Um, but we have, before we dive into it, we have a very special mother that we want to say happy Mother's Day to, and that yes. would be our daughter-in-law, Katie. Yep. Because this past week, we became grandparents Woo-hoo! for the first time. I wish I had a sound effect right now where I, I could hit it and like a crowd cheering. You all out there can cheer with us, but little baby. <laughs> Sedona Catherine came into the world on May 5th. She's a Cinco de Mayo baby. That's so, right. She, she is. Um, and we were all surprised. We didn't know if it was going to be a boy or a girl. We we didn't yep. find out. Alex and Katie did not find out. And so we were all surprised because we had kind of been thinking that it was going to be a boy. It and was It's Cinco de Mayo, and she is muy bonita. Yeah. <laughs> <the> Wonderful. <laughs> My apologies to all of our Spanish-speaking friends out there. That's the best I can well, do. Well, that's better than me. All I can do is buenos tardes and buenos dias. Good morning and good afternoon. <laughs> well, como estas? Estoy bien. Yeah, you I can, can count. That's so. <laughs> great. So shout out to our uh, Spanish-speaking uh, one another couples out there. But right. special shout out, as you said, to Katie and to Alex, our son Alex and right. his wife Katie, in the birth but of Sedona Kate, Catherine. Yeah, but Katie's first Mother's Day. So, oh, so um, excited. So, so excited. We are very excited for them, excited to become grandparents officially. Um, and Grandpa over there is smitten. I am over already. the moon. I am so <laughs> excited I can't contain myself. I, I am a, I've been waiting a long time though. I love, first off, I love being a dad. Yes, I mean, being a dad do. is one of my favorite things in the world. And you're a very good dad. And thank you very much for saying so. I love being a dad. And since, you know, my children are grown up now, I now I cannot see, and in our hearts, we love you, one of the couples out there who have children later in life. Mm-hmm. So we are now in our 50s and we right. I cannot imagine having a small child in the home on a regular basis as our <laughs> child. But bless you all who do that. No judgment zone here. Right. But I will tell you that I am so excited about being a grandpa and mm-hmm. she's perfect. She is. She is. She <laughs> she's perfect. I love her. Yes. I love her. She's... So Super cute. She is super cute. But there, yeah. okay, so that's the congratulations right. and our big news for the week. We wanted to get it uh, announced right at the very beginning. Right. So everybody we, out there. We did not want it. to disrupt disrupt the flow that's of right. the rest of the podcast. That's right. Because so, we could go on and on and on about right. this, but <laughs> we we're going to, so we're going to contain ourselves. So easily, so excited. And you, and, and here's the deal. 
there are grandparents out there right now listening, and you, you, I know what they're hearing us say, and they can hear it on our voices. They're going, "Yep, yep, I remember <laughs> that when it first started." And we love being grandparents. We yep. have not run into a grandparent yet that does not love it, right. and so right. a universal love of being a grandparent. So we're finally well, there, it, ladies and gentlemen. But it's like it's like when you first become a parent, mm-hmm. no one can teach you what that joy and excitement is like mm-hmm. until you actually have it mm-hmm. happen. And then, and that's what Alex and Katie are both experiencing right now is mm-hmm. you're anticipating it, but then it's actually happened. And so now they are home and caring for their daughter. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we are just so excited. So we wanted to get that information right out of the gate. And as David told you, we are, um, we're well. I don't think you truly I unpacked see. it. No, I just introduced um, the show, and so introduced you. The show. Yeah, what and are we talking about today? So for the month of May, we are going to be walking through our love step material that we created, and uh, basically, it's uh, we are called one another marriage, and these are um, based upon the one another's um, out of out of the Bible, out of Scripture. And today we are going to start with love, love one another. And then step stands for serve one another, touch one another, edify or encourage one another and have peace with one another. And we're going to be unpacking each of those um, over the next several weeks. Yeah, S-T-E-P is step. Mm -hmm. And so... So just a little, just so we could dive in, you know, because mm-hmm. you, you talked about a couple phrases there that may not be familiar. And so uh, first off, in the one another's of the New Testament are this, this is to help bring everyone up to speed, is that in the New Testament in in Scripture, there is this one word that is um, that in Greek, because that's what the New Testament is originally written in, or at least how we've received it, not to nerd out too much on everybody, but the word is all alone. So that one word, we translate it into English as one another. So all alone is one another. And that one, there's more of a fuller meaning to that. And I don't want to lose anyone. So if you're early on here, I'm not going to nerd the whole time. But <laughs> nerd I do get, alert. I do get here pretty he goes. Exci- I'm <laughs> going to hold you accountable here, dude. I do get pretty excited, though, about this. Because it's really, we are one another marriage. And people have asked. People said, well, why mm-hmm. are you one another marriage? Or they're just assuming, like, well, it's just a catchy kind of say, uh, saying. Yeah, where does that come or from? Or a catchy name. Right. But one another is very intentional because... In the Bible, New Testament, it does talk about these one another. And every time it's mentioned, because some of the verses are super familiar to people, some people like, you know, love one another. Jesus said, a new command that I give to you, that you will love one another. Mm-hmm. And so that feels like a no-brainer. And that is one of them. Um, but mm-hmm. there are about 50 times that word alone appears in the New Testament. And so what we've done is that we've looked at all 50 and they seem to kind of go in these categories, these five different categories, love one another verses. There are several verses that are serve one another verses. Then there are several touch one another verses. Then there are several encourage or edify one another verses. And then there are several verses about having peace with one another. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the idea behind it. Now, it means a mutually beneficial reciprocal relationship. So one another means that when you live a one another life as a couple, Mm -hmm. both of you are going to benefit. That's the first part. 
mutually beneficial. Both of you are going to benefit. And the second thing, it's a reciprocal relationship, meaning that it's if you just picture a circle and that both of you are engaging, mm-hmm. and if both of you are engaging, it's making a difference in your relationship. So today, we're going to dive into when you both invest just to love, be proactively uh, loving one another. So that's the Correct. that that's the foundation for everything we do. Correct. That's the introduction right there. And there here you we go. are. We, we got it under the ten minute mark. Good job. Good <laughs> well, job, Maybreeze. We had we had the granddaughter news. We so did. We did take out the granddaughter news, and we would have been even shorter getting there. So that's right. But I believe um, we. I don't want us to go too far because you. I have to do my puzzle. You have to do a puzzle. Yes. And why do we do puzzles? When we say this we every do week, puzzles. we're going to maybe stop. And for new listeners, maybe this is what people need to hear. We yeah. encourage couples to touch base on a regular basis about things deeper than just business items. Mm-hmm. So a puzzle is one of those. Yeah. And a puzzle is just strictly something that um, that causes you to just go, hmm, wonder why that is. Or, <laughs> hmm, why does that happen? It just kind of, it's a snapshot into your partner's brain. We encourage you not to have puzzles about each other, though. Okay, mm. so you shouldn't. That's another yeah, tool that you're going to Because use. that just that can just start conflict. Mm-hmm. So we don't want that. These puzzles are strictly about um, observations within your daily life around the world, those that you encounter, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So anyway, David and I take turns. It is my turn um, this week to have the puzzle. What All is right. your puzzle for the well, week? Well, my puzzle has to center around Starbucks, okay? <laughs> so here's my puzzle, and it's actually, it's a two-fold. It's a two-part, two-parter. So um, I enjoy a Starbucks, right? Every now and then mm-hmm. I like to get a, a Starbucks drink. So... Um, they are not a sponsor, by the way. They are not a sponsor. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Um, so um, we're just going to back up two days ago because it was Mother's Day. And um, so I treated myself to a Starbucks drink. I chose a drink that I... Treat yourself. Treat... Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank uh, you, Parks, Parks and Rec. Tommy, Parks and Rec, shout Tommy out. and... Uh, what's her name? Tommy Haverford. Tommy um, Haverford. Treat so, yourself. Um, <laughs> Um, and, and Donna, Tommy and Donna on Parks and Rec. So, um, so I wanted to get a Starbucks drink. I typically do not get the large size. So I got a venti, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And, and so the puzzle is, why is it that the cup is not all the way full with the drink, (laughs) right? I mean, this is, this is a costly drink. And and yes, it is my choice to go there to choose to pay the money. But I'm mm. also expecting that and my my drink was a good inch and a half to almost two inches lower than the top rim of the cup. Of course, you don't realize mm. this until you are almost all the way to your house, you know, because like it's not like I take the lid off immediately as soon as they give it to me. It's hot. It was a hot drink. So that's a puzzle. That is a puzzle. That is a puzzle. And, and it's a good puzzle. I, and you, I understand from yeah. working in, I mean, there was a short time where I worked at Panera. And when when we made drinks, you filled, you made the drink according to the directions. So mm-hmm. many ounces of milk, so many mm-hmm. ounces of, so many pumps of syrup, so many of this, blah, blah, blah. So I get that. I understand. But if you're going to offer the venti size, certainly your fluid ounces should accommodate 
for that, yeah, right? That's, yeah, that's a valid point. That's a good valid, puzzle because it's like puzzle. for overpriced coffee. Exactly. You, or at least it feels like overpriced, you know? No, it is for this one. So anyway, it was a little bit of a bummer, but, and that's not the first time it's happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm, but anyway, but mm-hmm. the second puzzle to go along with Starbucks. Okay. This is a twofer today. What, what's up with napkins? What's up with <laughs> napkins? Like, if you're good, if you're going to get a piece of like, you know, a banana nut oh bread goodness. or something yes. like that, why do they just give you the bag with it? I mean, it's obvious you're mm-hmm. in the drive through It's obvious you're going to eat it right there. Yeah. Why do we have to ask for a napkin? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I'm not, I'm also not saying that I need to have 10. Right. Yes. So I don't need to have like so many napkins that I don't. Yeah. But like typically, if you have an extra napkin, you throw it in the glove compartment, mm-hmm. right? In the car. Mm-hmm. But this has been going on for a while too. Yeah. This has been like for like over a year, maybe even more that I've noticed this, that you like sometimes I go through and I get a protein box, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got an, I'll get the egg, I have the cheese, I have the apple, mm-hmm. I have the fruit, I have the, what, can you not just give me a napkin? Don't you think that and, my hands yep. are going to get just a little bit? And whereas, whereas like McDonald's, although we don't go there hardly anymore, yeah, but that's McDonald's, where you would get like 10. They get, they're like, hey, take the whole pack right. of napkins that like, we have here. They don't care. They, all you could order might be just like an apple pie or something and, and you'll Starbucks, have 10 napkins. Yeah. Starbucks is thinking, why do you hate the earth? Why do you hate the earth? Exactly. Yeah. And I get it. So I understand. So puzzle number one. Fill my cup to the top. Puzzle number two, give me a freaking napkin with a (laughs) banana nut bread or a pumpkin loaf. Just one. Just one. Yeah, that's right. You can use a napkin as you're traveling. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. And And it happens at all of them. Mm -hmm. At first you think, oh, no, it's just your local one. And it's it's just their rule in the store. But no, it happens everywhere. And usually yep. when you ask, they're very nice about giving one to you. But it's yeah. almost like a light bulb moment where they go, oh, yeah. And I'm like, seriously? There's a memo that went wow. out. There's a memo that for sure went to all I the know. Starbucks. There you go. So but that's this my thing star- is, there you go. This my is puzzles. the funny thing. I could just picture them. You going through and you have to ask for a napkin. And you ask for a napkin. And all of a sudden they look at you and go, Okay, and they pull a napkin out and they just rip it in half <laughs> and hand you half because they're trying to <laughs> conserve. Just, we're trying to conserve. We're conserving. We don't you, don't hate the earth. Well, there's a lot of other ways we could conserve besides just. A do napkin. you not know there's global warming and napkins from oh, Starbucks my. are contributing to it? Well, they're made out of recycled product. They are made That's out of recycled. That's what it says on the napkin. That's a good I'm puzzle. Just, yeah. Honey. So anyway, people don't hate us out there. I know. Like I'm not saying that I'm anti getting yep. a Starbucks, but yep. that's, that's just a recent puzzle. Mm-hmm. Puzzles. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's there you it. Go. That's a good one. All that, right. That's a good puzzle. So Thanks for sharing go. that You're with me, I, You're welcome. You're welcome. Snapshot into Teresa's brain over the last two days. It is, and I concur with you, and I and also just to... Um, and I've held on to that, because it happened on Sunday, and we were together. You have. But I've, you held, have. I've held on to that, waiting till we could present this mm-hmm. podcast so there you go and we encourage we encourage one another couples out there that when you do a puzzle with one with uh with one another that you you don't have to explain it out you no, don't have to like have like to my temptation right me. now it could be to kind of solve or try to whatever but all it's not really a temptation because i'm kind of like 
Uh, well, I I've, know you've been puzzled by it as well. Oh, yeah. I've learned to accept the puzzles and actually enjoy them a little bit. And so... <laughs> I think I gave the, you humor today. You laughed multiple you times. Did. So, you make, Teresa, Mabry, you make me laugh. So. Well, well, I've been doing that since <laughs> well, 1989, since sir. Ma- making David laugh since 1989. I know. Yeah. So there you go. That's okay. a good puzzle. Okay, folks. Make sure you're t- you're talking with one another beyond just the uh, business items. And so, go. shall we dive into this? We shall. One other, I'll be the one to be a taskmaster and yeah. keep us keep us going. Let's What's get it? back to the nerd stuff now. Okay, that's right. You so. know what? Can I just share this verses before we go in? Sure. It, this is something we came up with years ago. It's we've we've done it since, since 2008. Yes. Really, it's been written. Yes. This is something that I. I felt uh, drawn to even back in the '90s, so it's mm-hmm. been a while. Uh, the, the, the idea of a one another, one another concept, and right. the one another's of the New Testament. I've loved that those scriptures and the teaching and the idea because it's so so regular. Um, but I'd say that this is um, this like I said, it's foundational for what we do. But I really love this idea for couples. I love I love when we keep in mind the idea to be proactively um, uh, engaging in the relationship in such a way that it is mutually beneficial and reciprocal in Mm -hmm. nature, that it's it's coming back. And and also so we can kind of think through major categories of like Love Step Altogether, major categories, so that we can grow. I I had this great conversation within the last couple weeks with a um, one of our one another couples um, spouses, and um, she had shared with me about how proactive they are in their marriage, and they always have been. Even after the wedding date, they would still go see marriage counseling, marriage coaching, or whatever mm-hmm. to proactively. And I I was so proud of them for doing that. And and many of you out there are doing that, and many of you may not be doing that. But the idea that you marriage is hard mm-hmm. sometimes, right? Marriage is not always cookie cutter, right? right. It's absolutely, a, and and so to and hear, we can't compare with others and things. So that's right. But to hear someone, to hear uh, one of our one another couples out there that are proactive, uh, way before they found us, of course, sure. But um, good on them, and also um, want to encourage everyone. Love Love Step is a proactive way of engaging your marriage. Mm-hmm. So that you can be, as we always say, strengthened for greater satisfaction and fulfillment and greater impact on the world around you. Right. So that's our, that's my setup and sales and sales pitch, I guess you could say, why I love, love this material so much and love this idea and concept um, that we can chase after. All right. Thank you, Dr. David Mabry. So, <laughs> thank you for sharing, Doctor. Do you want to go back to puzzles? That one. No. Let's go on the lighter side no. of things a little bit. No. All right. So let's jump in here to love one another. Yeah. Okay. So the big question right at the beginning is: um, Does your marriage have leverage? Mm-hmm. Leverage. So, mm-hmm. what's the idea? What's the idea? Let's unpack the idea of leverage. What's mm-hmm. that mean? Well, yeah. So does your marriage have leverage um, in the relationship um, where what are the levels of engagement 
that you have with each other? And do you have um, the leverage needed in order to be fully engaged? Um, And one of the ways that we unpack that is we kind of talk about a fulcrum and a lever and how um, they are used um, to then have complete leverage within the marriage. And you can, you picture like a carjack is mm-hmm. the most common fulcrum and lever. Right. Right. It's the most common. Right. And although it doesn't look traditional, like what we picture is somebody with a long pole or rod mm-hmm. and a small rock. Um, so the pole being the lever and uh, the fulcrum being the rock, mm-hmm. and then it being wedged underneath a large rock. And so that individual can lift, even the weakest of in- individuals can lift something so much heavier. Mm-hmm. Carjack is the perfect example because right. the weakest driver, get a flat tire, put the jack underneath it, and you can crank up the the car, you can lift the car because you have the device, which is a fulcrum and lever mm-hmm. for that. And what happens is that marriages are overwhelmed with the weight of the relationship, the challenges of the relationship, of the daily working through the relationship. And they need to carry this big rock called marriage, right. which is not a burdensome rock always. No, sometimes no. it is. Sometimes it's difficult, but it's it's just... um. Hey, let's admit that this is not natural and easy always. Right. So it's it's getting the right leverage to have greater fulfillment and impact on the world around you and your relationship. So it's mm-hmm. it's placing the fulcrum and lever in the right place. And if you don't place it properly, it's foolish. I mean, you get you, you you just picture moving that thing at a different place or not even having a good fulcrum, not having that little rock that's put uh, placed properly. I mean, you wouldn't throw a car jack just underneath the car and mm-hmm. it, and it was like, okay, car lift. Yeah, lift. You need to set it up properly. Right. Then that's what we talk about, right? We talk right. about setting it up properly. And when right. it's improper, it, it, it's, it's kind of, it even does um, damage. It can, do, it can damage. do damage. Right. And those are the different levels that we discuss um, with this material is, you know, if you... If you have the fulcrum and the lever separate from each other, well, you're not going to be able to lift anything. First of Mm -hmm. all, there is no leverage. I mean, you're just going to have two objects separated from each other. And when when spouses or partners, when they're um, like that, then that's where each one is just for themselves. Mm -hmm. That's what we communicate. And then if you have the fulcrum on top of the lever, that is not going to uh, be beneficial in any way to help you lift anything. And so that's where there's no action. Um, there's no, there's a hearing, but not listening. And then we have the fulcrum at the wrong end of the lever. So we want to be able to lift something, but we're placing the fulcrum at the incorrect end and we're going to snap off our lever um, if it's not placed correctly. And that's where each one is doing and um, the other, the voice of the other person is ignored or neglected, or our voice is the only one we're hearing. And then finally, we have the fulcrum and the lever positioned correctly so that we can provide leverage, so that we can work through our marriage. Like David said, marriage is hard, but, um, but also beneficial. Doesn't mean it's going to be hard all the time, but you need to have 
good leverage in your marriage. That is that one another living where both people are listening and responding to each other, hearing each other's voices and acting as a team, as a unit. And we've had those times, right, where we've we've had the it not positioned correctly the the fulcrum and the lever and so and usually um, some of the most common that I think of is like well when young children are around so just good distractions but they're Mm -hmm. still distractions sure I think about major transitions major trauma or challenges but like uh, loss of a parent or job or whatever so I think about and for us um, although I feel like we've we've always had good leverage. Um, there have been times that we've kind of been like I had, um, I love what this one friend of ours, um, described one time. He just said, you know what is it? Or he was, we were action group of guys. were talking and his husband said, um, said, you know what Art, I just feel like my wife and I've just been going sideways for mm, this last couple yeah. of weeks. And I love that kind of That's picture, a, that yeah, way of describing it. It's like picture. going sideways. Mm-hmm. And there'll be times that you're going kind of sideways from one another. Right. And not um, not having a leverage. Right. Um, and you're you're either, you're not hearing one another's voices, as you described. Mm-hmm. You're not hearing one another's voices. You're not listening or you're kind of doing your own thing, ignoring. Mm-hmm. And I guess there may be levels of... Um, of more of a challenge and growing away because so there's sure. like so sometimes it can be like just for a day you're kind of like it, yeah. it's just the busyness of the day we're right. just going sideways we're not connecting right. with one another very well and even when we do talk it's kind of like button heads and then mm-hmm. it can go from there all the way to for the last year mm-hmm. we right. have been drifting apart right and and i'm sure there's some folks out there feel like they've they've been drifting apart mm-hmm. right and so the challenge then is, um, how do you get that leverage back, right? Mm-hmm. And and how do we how do we get back to engaging with one another? And one of the things that we talk about with couples and in our material here is, you know, there are three things that you need um, to have a greater fulfillment in your marriage, and that is um, to have a physical closeness. Mm-hmm. So you need to be not just sharing space. But you need to be like having conversation with each other where you're you're sitting together, you're looking at each other, you're actually physically close with that person, um, being able to be emotionally open. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing is to be a place of safety, right? Mm. And so those three things um, are, are are great. It's the trifecta. The That's trifecta. what you need, right? In order to um, in order to be able to hear each other better and to listen and you have to set aside your own personal agenda, your own personal defense, your own personal, like, you Mm -hmm. know, like, uh, we put the walls up or the boundary or different things, but, um, and that's where, you know, that's where marriage, it is hard. It's Mm -hmm. not always going to be easy and there. There are going to be those moments of going sideways, but going sideways is okay. We also don't want to tell couples like, you should never go sideways. You're going to go sideways oh, you're going at times. To. You're going to because you're going to just have a rough day. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a, a major impact like David shared you know, earlier, mm-hmm. a loss mm-hmm. of something of some sort. Um, there, you know, If children do enter into the relationship, they can be 
you mm-hmm. know, the distraction mm-hmm. or, or the cause for sometimes going sideways in your relationship and things like that. But ultimately, it's got to come back to the usness. It's got to mm-hmm. come back to these this trifecta of having these three things going on so that the person that you are married to is the one who's the team with you. You're the fulcrum and the lever working together. You've got the leverage going on in the relationship and you're able to listen to each other and and understand what your partner's saying. I think we've gotten better at this over the years as far as communicating when when we are personally feeling a little little off for the day yeah. right and like cuz i was going to say is that that what couples need to really capture is to be able to clearly communicate with their partners when they're feeling a little off when they personally are feeling a little sideways right. and then if you can clearly share that with your spouse and not make either make excuses or to um, or to justify or to act out in a harsh way, but give permission to your partner to be having a bad day. Mm-hmm. And right. so everybody's going to have a bad day at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, and yeah. you're right. I think we have gotten better at voicing that. I think that comes with time though, where mm-hmm. you feel like, like I feel like if I tell you that now that you're going to be okay. You're going to understand and that you also understand you don't have to fix it for me always. Yes, that's that's an important lesson. And that I don't always have to fix it for you. But predominantly Mm -hmm. with men, men want to fix it. They want to they want to figure it out. And so sometimes clean you up in the mud puddle. Right. And and so sometimes as we've gotten better at sharing it with each other, Mm -hmm. it, it also allows like if I if you share it with me then I know that that I can say, is there anything you need from me? Mm-hmm. And you can you can let me know if there is or not. But at the same time, I don't have to worry about, okay, like David just needs space today. Or yeah. he just, you know, it's okay if maybe he wants to go do his own thing or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, I think the the main thing we want to make sure we tack on here though is it is if you feel yourself going sideways and you're asking for every day or even like it like if it's becoming you know like a major it's just thing, who I am you need to accept me right yeah then that's where we would say to couples like okay now we're talking maybe something deeper is going on and now we may need to enlist some outside help but it but that yes that's make sure that it's yes great point being sure that we're clear that this is like you're having a bad day or right. even I would say even a bad week or whatever. Yeah, you can it's have like a bad week. Saying, you know, but permission to be. you have a be, bad year though. Bad year is a problem. <laughs> but if you but if you have permission to say it, where I love how you set that up is like not have to be fixed mm-hmm. and also not feeling like, which I think it's probably a fixing thing too, feeling like it's like poking and prodding so much. It's like, okay, I'm not having a good day, but. Don't stop poking. Stop poking. I don't need a counselor right now. <laughs> right. I don't need a coach. But I love the the idea of saying, "What can I? What do you need from me right now? Right. What would be most helpful?" And then accepting that answer because the most helpful may be, 
Leave hey, you know me what? alone. <laughs> can I can I just can I just empty the emotional jug and we'll cover that at a later episode, I'm sure. Right. But just be able to empty or be able to share freely right. without judgment of like because I need to get this off my chest. And it may not be about your partner, but it may be just about the situation and why you're feeling. But then other times it would be important to be able to just say, no, I really just need to be alone or I need to just kind of be in myself for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I need to um kind of kind of some self help kind mm-hmm. of um, self-soothing or whatever it may right. be, whatever you want to call it. But the idea of giving permission to your partner to have a sideways day and not try to, but when you have this, exactly what you were saying before, Teresa Mabry, is that having, the, so it doesn't affect the relationship so harshly, emotional openness, place of safety, physical closeness. Mm-hmm. But when that's disrupted, Giving permission to get a little break, to have a little healing, to have a, um, to to be able to pull away, mm-hmm. and then coming back so that you can contribute towards one another's wellness and love and right. fulfillment, and as a as a couple overall. And so, right. yeah, that's an excellent point. Okay, I would add to your point with the with the trilogy. What'd you call it? Trifecta. The trifecta. <laughs> that's a new one on me. That's a, yeah. a, I, the trifecta. Is that we also we'd also encourage folks to with it's a safer communication. It's a safer place when you watch your nonverbals. Mm-hmm. That could be negative. Sure. And, and when one one watches their nonverbals, I say you. It's not like I'm telling you, Teresa, that you well, need I'm to watch your... I'm giving you a nonverbal right now. No, I'm not. I'm really not. <laughs> just, Teresa's just feeling a little... joking. Feeling a little snarky over little here snarky today. snarky today. Um, uh, but it's seriously, so the... No, but that's uh, true. Not eye-rolling, yeah. not pulling away. Yeah, not, crossing the arms. Yeah. Defensive not, posture. Kind of giving the, the stink face or uh, whatever it uh, is. An extreme sigh. <sighs> yeah, trying you to know, make like your that. point through your nonverbals. Right. That's not safe. Right. That's not um, allowing your partner to be emotionally open. Right. So, and that's really a maturing, emotionally maturing thing. Absolutely. Is that we'd want to encourage folks to continue to strive to being more relationally and emotionally mature, mm-hmm. where you're kind of looking out for one another. And once again, when you're married, you are one. So every time you do some of those things mm-hmm. that are unhealthy and hurtful, or, or even if they're minor, it's kind of like you're hurting yourself because mm-hmm. when you hurt that relationship, you hurt yourself. Absolutely. So working working hard so that your partner's voice can be heard right. um, uh, clearly right. going forward. All right. So so let's, let's recap what we just kind of went through there. So mm-hmm. we're talking about um, a one another marriage, right? So it's a mutually beneficial reciprocal relationship. It's a relationship that needs to have leverage. And that's mm-hmm. where we talked about the fulcrum and the lever. And we mm-hmm. talked about making sure that your fulcrum and lever are engaged in the correct way so that it provides that leverage for you to do the hard work mm-hmm. that comes with being in marriage. You need mm-hmm. to have the fulcrum and lever um, in, the, in the sweet spot, right? Mm-hmm. And then we talked about making sure you have the trifecta of those three things, a mm-hmm. physical closeness, an emotional openness, a place of safety. Um, and as well as being able to be honest with each other if you feel yourself going sideways at certain times, right? Mm-hmm. But also being open to the fact that you just can't be sideways for most 
of the time, right? Mm -hmm. So if you find yourself doing that, then you do need to be open to possibly considering some outside help, um, which speaks into the health and vitality of your relationships. So that's the the beginning of what our one another material covers. And now we're stepping into the actual love. So the love step is what we call it. So this is the love one another and talking about, yeah, how do we show that? How do we, how do we go with that? And I'm sorry, I just, in my brain, because I work with children um, primarily um, for my day job, uh, but Mm -hmm. um, we have this song and it's love, love one another. (laughs) <laughs> and I just sing? keep singing. Are you going to sing? <laughs> I don't know. It's just going through my brain. Yeah. So all of a sudden, and I'm, I can see the whole like little video thing that we have and whatever. So, um, but it's uh, love one another, can love you one another and be kind. What's that guy's name? Is this one of those videos? No, it is not. It's not him. It's not Jack Hartman. Jack no. Hartman. No, this isn't. Billions yeah. of views for yeah. that man. <laughs> yeah. With so. And they're mostly under five. Yeah. So, okay. So your song. Love, love, love one another and be kind. Be kind to each other. There you go. Love. Great job. Love one another and be kind. I don't know that (laughs) that song will kind of become an earworm for folks that are listening. (laughs) No, it won't. Yeah. It totally but, is just my work. But anyway, because You know, we, except for those that have preschoolers out there. I know. That are be like, oh yeah, Teresa Mabry, I, I know, know that. So I know that yeah. song. So anyway. That's funny. Love one another. Well, let me do this. Yeah. Um for the it's not time necessarily for the verse of the day, but you know what? Let's just go ahead and jump Let's to that. I'm gonna give because the verse of the day, yeah, I wanna read some along, of the verses. Right. I want to read some of the verses that go with love one another. Absolutely. So this is so actually the verse of the day is actually gonna be multiple verses. And you all maybe this podcast will be a, just a good encouragement from from the Bible. And if you're not, if you're listening and you're not really into the Bible, maybe you, maybe you don't have a church background or a faith-based background. We want to encourage you. We'd, we'd always encourage you to kind of look in that direction. We find a great amount of encouragement and source of strength and life through, uh, through our faith, and we'd encourage you to do the same. But if you aren't out there, this you could still get gain great wisdom from from the Bible. And now, right. and I know many of our one another couples though are. Um, have a faith background and you uh, connect with scripture. And so this will be encouraging to you as well. And so uh, the first one would be our foundational verse, which we would out of the book of John verse uh, chapter 13 verses 34 and 35. Jesus is speaking here and he said, he says a new command I give to you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another mm-hmm. by this. All people will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And remember, every time you hear that one another, those two words, that that is that Greek word, all alone. And it's a mutually beneficial reciprocal relationship. He's telling his disciples to have this kind of a relationship, mm-hmm. one with another, and that when you do this, they'll know that you are a follower of his. Mm-hmm. And so for our faith-based friends out there, especially your marriage when you have this one another marriage, people will know that you are disciples of his. And so another one is out of Romans twelve ten, and it says, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. 
and that brotherly love actually is funny is it it's the same word that's used for philadelphia because mm-hmm. philadelphia is the city of brotherly love brotherly love so mm-hmm. it's philios is that word mm-hmm. once again i'll try hard not to nerd out on everyone <laughs> but that's the same word the philios word is used for brotherly love there be devoted to one another and even brotherly love honor one another above yourselves romans twelve ten. do you want to do romans thirteen eight? sure there it is um let no debt remain outstanding Accept the continuing debt to love one another. For he who loves his fellow man has fulfilled the law. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And then we'll do Romans uh, 15, 7. And it says, accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. First mm-hmm. Peter 1, 22 says, Now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth so that you have sincere love for your brothers, love one another deeply from the heart. Mm. Yeah, 1 John 3, 11 says, this is the message you have heard from the beginning. We should love one another. You want me to keep going? Yeah, let's do it. Um, 1 John 3, 23 says, and this is his command to believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and to love one another as he commanded us. And then staying in 1 John, once again in the New Testament, for 4, 7, chapter 4, verse 7, it says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. And he goes on later in that chapter, in verses 11 and 12, he says, dear friends, once again, dear friends. And that word, that's really, he, dear friends is one way to say it, but beloved friends. He just, he has this great love when he's sharing these verses, these these words of wisdom. He says, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we face to face, meaning until we get to heaven, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is is made complete in us. What a great promise for marriages. And one more verse out of Second John 1, 5 is our final one another, or our love one another verse would be what? And now, dear lady, I am not writing you a new command, but one we have had from the beginning. I ask that we love one another. Second John 1, 5. There you go. We hope that even reading through these verses today, it's an encouragement to you and your marriage and just that that wisdom, and that we just really would encourage you to uh, you know turn to God and just uh, seek Him in your marriage. And like I said, even if you um, if you don't have a faith based background, um, this is maybe an opportunity to to do so. And you know, once again, one another marriage it's it really is biblically and faith based in what we do. But we really want to have those doors open for all couples to be able to. Uh, gain the wisdom and and growth and understanding because we really want all couples to be strengthened for greater fulfillment and impact on the world around them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so there is our love one another and um, and just reminding you again about how to have that leverage within your relationship, how to be open in your relationship, how to be able to share um, on a deeper level. Um, puzzles is one way uh, to do that, but another way is to just, uh, you know, sitting down and letting your partner know um, kind of what's going on with you a little bit, um, asking the other person, mm-hmm. is there anything I can help with or what do you need from me or stuff like that. Um, just letting people in and 
And I know that as we go through this material over the next several weeks, we're probably going to end with our love step goals mm-hmm. and, yes. and probably teaching that as well. And mm-hmm. that is a connecting tool way to actually have love for and, each other. And the great way to start that off, and, and that may not make sense to you all right now, but listen to the podcast over the next few weeks because mm-hmm. we're going to teach you a tool called Love Step Goals. Uh, the first thing that one of the best ways to kind of get you kind of jump started with that is every day, find an opportunity just to tell each other you love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, just tell your partner that you love them. And, um, you know, don't don't say, well, I've, I've already shared it. And if I change my mind, I'll let them know. But I mean, your partner needs to hear it, needs to know it. And go back and listen to the Five Love Languages podcast if mm-hmm. you want some more practical ways to tap into that. And the final practical piece is, as you were reminding everybody out there, is that give permission, give patience, um, work as a team so that you can have this open communication, give opportunity for being sideways. That's expressing great love right. with uh, one another. Right. So we are going to be asking you to come back and join us next week because next week we're going to talk about the S. It's an acronym step, Mm -hmm. right? So we're going to be talking about serve one another and sharing with you um, next week on that. We love the serve one another. (laughs) That one's fun. Because it's that's right. So it's a five part series Mm -hmm. and part two will be, if you want to say parts, will be next week's uh, podcast and, uh, serve one another. Right. Thank you all for joining us uh, this week. Yes, we've enjoyed it. And um, we promise we won't uh, talk your ear off about our new grandbaby so much. So, but we are, we are so excited. excited, aren't we? So, All right. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.